Hello, and welcome to episode 82 of the podcast. Today, we are going to talk about money and how to know if your brain thinks money is dangerous. I think this is such an underlying issue around not just money, but also just like general distraction and life management for a lot of us that I really want to share it on a podcast episode. I'm going to talk about it a little bit differently than I've talked about it in the past as well. But before we do that, how are you doing? I'm Zoe, first of all. If you if you haven't heard a podcast before, welcome. Hope you're doing well. I took a day off from the podcast yesterday, and it's so funny. Every time I don't record a podcast on a day, I always end up wishing I had, not because I had some amazing idea or because I think I have to record one every day, but I just feel better when I do. It's the weirdest thing. It's like if you someone told you to go a day without brushing your teeth, you would just be like, ew, no, I that just wouldn't feel good. And so it's funny. I'm like, it feels like it should be giving myself a day off to not record one. And I think that's kind of how I went into it yesterday. Like, oh, you don't have to record one every day. Why don't you just take the day off? And then afterwards I was like, I miss, I just miss how good I feel when I record them now. Super interesting to me anyway. And also I realized I never gave you an update on my quilting experience. I don't know that you're really tracking that closely, but on episode 80, a few days ago, I talked about how to find more enjoyment. And I talked about serendipitously finding this quilting pattern that I was so excited to do on the first day of my staycation. And it was indeed glorious and awesome. It was so much fun. My sewing machine is also, there's something wrong with it. And so it sounded like a jackhammer the entire time I was (laughs) sewing this quilt. And so I I got through a certain amount of it. I kind of sewed with it like that for the, the morning. And then I started thinking I should probably get this taken in to look at because it's like when your car is making a weird noise, it just didn't sound right. So I did that, but I got some really good sewing time in before that. And I am, I'm so excited for my quilt. So let's talk about money. I have not done a podcast episode on money, maybe ever. I don't know that I really did any when I was recording it before. So Let's go for it. And <laughs> I probably have this topic in mind for a couple of reasons. One is because I did my taxes today. This was my like not fun day of my staycation. It actually didn't take that long, um, but I did my taxes this morning. And then I just watched uh, the recording of a coaching call of, with another coach. And uh, it was just like <laughs> everyone on the call just was having drama about money. And I thought this is such a good topic to talk about. And what I want to lay out as my theory here is that a lot of us just have a general stress response aligned with the topic of money. Like we get stressed about being afraid that we're not going to have enough money or that we're somehow going to run out of money or have less money or do something uh, irresponsible that loses our money. But then also... (laughs) When we have a lot of money, we get stressed about having more money that we deserve or do things that kind of maybe we're not explicitly feeling stressed out about it, but we do things that kind of self-sabotage or 
um, kind of push money away from us, I think then too, because we feel uncomfortable having money in addition to feeling afraid of not having money. And it's kind of like any way you slice it, we just have this danger, threat, stress response around money in general. We feel uncomfortable about it. We get stressed out about it. Uh, whatever amount we have, <laughs> tell me if you can relate to this. So I have made all different amounts of money in my life and and also had a you know a different amount of money kind of in my family growing up as a kid. And no matter what amount it is, my brain simultaneously finds reasons to be afraid that it won't be enough and also reasons to worry that I maybe don't deserve as much as I have and maybe I should be spending it differently or maybe I um, shouldn't be getting paid that much. I have had a lot of stress in the past about imposter syndrome and feeling like I don't deserve <laughs> what I'm getting paid. Oh my gosh. My kid just made a giant fake fart in the background. Um, he's very, very talented at that. And if you heard that, I apologize. <laughs> I'm going to keep going as I normally do in these podcasts. Okay, so that lost my train of thought. But what I was talking about was I have had a common theme throughout my career of imposter syndrome, of feeling like I don't deserve the amount of money that I make or that I need to work harder to deserve the amount of money that I'm making. And all those things create more stress. So having a lot of money or thinking I have a lot of money can create st stress for me, just like being afraid or thinking that maybe I don't have enough money or being worried that I will run out of money. They all create stress. So it's just like money in any quantity equals stress. And I think that is because there is this, at least for me, I have some kind of underlying conditioning or underlying predisposition or whatever it is to take money as a topic and have that trigger a stress response in me. Now, why is this important and why are we talking about this? And I want to do a little sidebar here because I want to say too that relatively speaking, compared to like pretty much, you know, most people in the world, I, we, our family has a lot of money. We have plenty of money. Um, we're very privileged in that way. And so I think another thing that happens when we start having this conversation, even when we're just having it with ourselves thinking internally, is that we feel kind of silly or unjustified in even talking about stress and money. Like we shouldn't even feel stressed about money because we're so much more fortunate than other people. And here's why I think it still matters to talk about it, even if you have plenty of money. Here's why I think it still matters to talk about it. I think it still matters to talk about it because of the impact that that stress has on you and the impact that that in turn has on how you contribute to the world. So. I do think that my money stress is, <laughs> let's say, um, less important 
than someone who is struggling just to, you know, pay the electricity bill or someone who is, you know, maybe working a sub subsistence wage in another part of the world, making minimum wage here, et cetera. I think my money stress is uh, insignificant compared to someone else in another situation. I also, by the way, think not to get political on this podcast, or maybe I am getting political on this podcast, but I think it's totally ridiculous that I make as much as I make, and there are other people who struggle to pay their electricity bills. I think that's just stupid. Like, I don't think it's right or fair or just that the world works that way. So why then am I spending this podcast talking about my personal money stress <laughs> with my plenty of, of money, with my you know pile of money, so to speak, versus talking about the other injustices in the world? Well, I think that it's important when you do have money and you do have privilege to understand your emotions and your emotional well-being and your stress triggers so that you can live your best life and make your best contribution to the world to try to do your little incremental part towards making the world a better place that is more fair and more just and more equitable. So yes, I think it matters to talk about my stress or your stress about money, even if you have plenty of money, because I think anything that is a stress trigger for us is worth understanding because the more we understand our stress, the more we can shift into you know, relaxation and enjoyment and purpose, the more we can contribute to the world. So that's a roundabout way of saying why I still think this topic is important. I, I'm not using this topic as a topic to be like, understand your stress response so you can make even more money. Like I don't consider myself a money coach at all. I actually think that once you reach a certain point, once you have enough money to pay your bills and have health insurance and and the basics like that, money isn't actually that important. Um, so I'm not <laughs> I'm not here coaching everyone on how to make a million dollars or whatever financial goal they might have. But I think it's worth understanding from an emotional well-being perspective. And what I really want to say about that is just the understanding. If you are listening to this podcast and you can say, I resonate with that. I do notice that money in general makes me uncomfortable. I notice that I have all of these different stories that I tell myself myself that generate stress and worry and nervousness. Sometimes it's about not having enough money. Sometimes it's about having too much money or, or questioning whether I deserve my money or if it's bad for me to have money. That's another story you might have is that it's um, you know bad to have money and then you get stressed about that. Um, or that people with money are, are evil and you feel bad about that. So if you start to notice that you have stress and negative emotion tied to money, to me that says that you're like me in that your brain has been conditioned to see money as dangerous and stressful. And the reason, again, that I think that that's something worth looking at and working on is not so that you can make even more money, but just so that you can understand and manage your stress response there. And I think that when you do understand that, I think first of all, you will get better results with money, but more importantly, I think you will 
find more relaxation and a better ability to contribute and serve the world in the way you want to serve the world, when you start to have that awareness of like, okay, it doesn't matter what the money situation is, I'm going to somehow turn money into a problem in my life. My brain is going to somehow find a way to make money a problem in whatever direction it can. And just start to be aware of that. And then, of course, when we're thinking about making decisions about money, whether it's how we're spending our money, whether it is, uh, you know, asking for a raise at work, whether it is deciding, and I might do a podcast episode tomorrow actually on on giving money, whether it's deciding where to give money, all those things, just like everything else you do, are things that you want to do not from this danger, threat, stress response, but from a place of feeling relaxed, feeling safe about your money, literally feeling financial security. So you can think of financial security not as not as a certain number in your bank account equaling financial security, but financial security is your emotional well-being around money. It's feeling safe and secure about your money emotionally, right? That is financial security. And so when you have that sense of financial security, when you have that sense of safety and relaxation about your money, it doesn't feel too low, it doesn't feel too high, feels like the baby bear just right, Goldilocks just right, right? Then you have a clear head to make your money do what you you want your money to do, to think about what you want and make a decision from that place instead of having a relationship with your money that is based around fear, you can have a relationship with your money that is based around making your money a reflection of yourself, a reflection of what you want and what you desire, and also a reflection of your values. And that is one way that we can contribute back to the world. And again, I think I'll do an episode tomorrow on making choices around donating and giving if that is something that you're interested in. I think that's very interesting as a topic and how it relates to living your purpose. Now, not that I think, again, that you need to have a bunch of money to contribute to the world. I I think your contribution to the world is, is much more than whatever money you donate. I think that's really secondary to you living your purpose and contributing in that way. But it's a good example of how, yes, it might seem totally insignificant and silly for someone who is well-resourced and has uh, a plentiful amount of money to do work on their own money beliefs and their stress around money. You might be tempted just to dismiss it or say it doesn't really matter because you don't have quote unquote real money problems. But the upside of doing that work on yourself and investing that self-coaching or coaching with a coach and yourself on those topics are that you turn around, you change your relationship with money so that you're able to best use the money to serve the purpose that you want it to serve. And ultimately, I do think that's part of the equation to us making the world a better, more just place around money is for people who are privileged and well-resourced to have 
the capacity to do something about that. Um, because whether it's fair or not, we are in a position of more power than others are. And the question becomes, how well equipped are we to use that for the good? And I think equipping ourselves to be able to do the best we can with our privilege, I think a big part of that is around emotional well-being. And a big part of emotional well-being is becoming aware of what your stress triggers are and building self-awareness of those, coaching through those. And coaching through that is just like coaching through any other um, relaxation stress response. So you could go to some of the other podcast episodes about um, you know, developing your safety response, um, simple ways to relax more often, et cetera. You could go to any of those episodes and listen to those and just apply those <laughs> to your thoughts around money and you will make progress that way. You can also, of course, and I'll wrap up with this, you can also, if you want coaching on any of this, you are welcome to get coaching with me. And there is more information on that at my website, which is lifesimplybetter.com. So I hope this was helpful to you. I hope this was maybe a light bulb moment that um, your brain <laughs> reacts a certain way to money, uh, regardless of the quantity, and it can kind of um, find a way to make money a problem in any situation. I think that's such good self-awareness to have. And by being aware of it, that's how we start to work on that and actually change our attitudes and our conditioning, recondition ourselves into a way that helps us um, do better with the money we have and also feel better, feel more relaxed so that we can create better results and contribute to the world. So with that, I will leave you with that. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. I hope you're doing well, and we will talk again soon.